1: Thank you for joining us. As believers in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, it is vital that we possess the mind of Christ. How do we do that? By consistently studying and applying God's word daily. We are compelled to let the mind of Christ be in us and assures us that as the children of God, we can have the mind of Christ. The question is, do we exercise this God-given gift daily? No matter what is going on around us, we should not fear but trust God because he is with us from our beginning to our end. There is no wiggle room here. Either we trust God or we don't. We must know that no matter what we see or hear, we can have the mind of Christ. Have Bible pen and paper handy and listen closely as Pastor Rander teaches us today. Without a
2: spiritual mindset, you are more prone to succumb to anger. James chapter 1 verse 20 says, For the anger... Of a man or woman does not produce the righteousness of God. The anger of a man or woman does not produce godlike qualities, does not produce godly character, does not produce righteousness. When you allow your anger rather than the Holy Spirit to rule your life, you will display ungodly character traits that ruin your Christian testimony and grieve the heart of Almighty God. Anger is so detrimental to your mind. That's why Satan wants you angry. He wants you perpetually angry because he knows that's the surest way of messing with your mind and even being destructive in your mind. Let me give you a few things that anger will do to your mind so you can guard against it. Anger is nothing to play with, and it will wipe your mind out. You know what anger does? It troubles the mind. Anger disturbs the mind mentally. You know what? Anger, it keeps you from having the ability to think with clarity. When you're angry, you don't think with clarity. You're not a clear thinker. You know what anger does? It causes your mind to become irrational. Irrational and unstable. You're all over the place. And folk know you're all over the place. They're just, they're just putting up with you. But, but when they leave you, they say, she's crazy. <laughs> they're just putting up with you. They, just won't, they won't say what they think. But they look at you. You just stop making sense. You can't connect nothing. You're all over the place. And they just say, what did she say? I, she, just a bunch of nothing. Or what did he say? Yeah. You, know, you, you know what anger does? You, why you don't want to be angry? It restricts your potential for Christ. It restricts your potential for Christ. You know what it does? It also hinders your creativity. I mean, some of you all are so creative, but God can't bring you into the fullness of your creativity because the mindset of anger won't allow you to be creative with your life in your journey. Be mindful. Anger is a breeding ground for Satan to wreak havoc in your mind and life. Satan loves it when you stay perpetually angry. It creates plenty of opportunities for Satan to wipe your life out, your family out, and everybody else around you. You know, if you have an angry spirit, you need to cry to God for deliverance and seek help if needed as soon as possible. I've never seen so many angry young people. I mean, young people are angry old people angry. Middle-aged folk angry. Those in college angry. You know, you, you're angry about a grade, but you didn't study. <laughs> if you have an angry spirit, you need to cry out to God for deliverance and seek help if needed as soon as possible. Let me, let me tell you what Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 9 says. Be not quick, in your spirit to become angry for anger lodges in the heart of fools your being perpetually angry will make a fool out of you Satan loves that what are the signs that you're angry I'm, I'm not angry, I'm not angry I ain't angry well let's check you out Let's just check you out. Let's have a anger inventory. Let's see some signs. What are some signs that you are angry? Well, one sign is you look angry. I'm not angry. Your mouth poked out. Your, your, your face all tore up. Oh, I'm happy. No, you're not. Your face displays anger. Oh, if, if you if you if you're not angry why, why can't you straighten up your face? There's some people I want to say so badly, but they're grown I can't say everything I want to say, but I say, will you please straighten up your face? <laughs> you're not doing anybody any service. Straighten up your face. That's what you tell your children. Straighten up. What what you pout for? Straighten up your face. Next, another sign you you're easily irritated. Coffee's not hot. You know, somebody's squeezing the toothpaste roll. <laughs> the toilet paper roll is not rolled right, you know. You just irritate, you, you know, the mosquito bites you, you're mad at your spouse because they held the door too open too long, <laughs> and you're blaming them for a house full of mosquitoes, and you have your biggest fight over mosquitoes! <laughs> and you, the whole husband says, why don't you close the door? I'll have, well, you try to say, well... I was trying to get the mail. You out there with the door open and just, they're all coming in. And now even the gadgets you have can't get rid of those things. Uh, You know, when you're angry, you have a churning feeling in your stomach. Your stomach began to churn. When you're angry, another sign is being emotionally charged. I mean, you always off the chain. Uh, another sign that you're angry, you shouting and screaming. So-and-so, what? You know, oh, wait a minute. What? 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 I told you once. You didn't hear me? Well, maybe he didn't hear. Or oh, she didn't hear. Shouting and screaming. Stop shouting and screaming at your children. you teaching them to shout and scream, by the way. You can be calm and mean business and tell your children with a smile, you know, do you realize what you just did, sweetheart? Tell me I want you to talk to me. Tell me what you just did. They tell you. Now, do you understand that was wrong? I'm gonna tell you do you understand? Let's talk about why it's wrong. And do we get an understanding? Okay. Now, should you do that again? I know you're not doing it by accident. And so we have to make some Necessary adjustments that you won't like. <laughs> you say with a smile, and please don't, p- please don't help please don't help me go there. <laughs> with a smile. And when they do it again, just mean business and do business. With balance, with grace, and with love. And they will respect you because you're not raising your voice raising your voice. You don't have to raise You can command respect keeping your voice down. And you earn the right to be listening to because they know you mean just as much when your voice is soft. And you're not teaching them you have to scream to, to get their attention. You know, another sign of anger is shaking and trembling. Your lips are quivering. Your eyes, lids are your hands are trembling. You're getting loud. You hurt and damage others emotionally, verbally, and physically because of anger. You say things you can't get back. You know what happens? Another sign of anger. You shut down and refuse to talk. Send messages. Text folk because you don't want to talk. You get quiet. Go quiet. Just You, just, you don't want to talk. And some of y'all, two weeks not talking. How, how do you do that? Self-isolation. you mad. You get mad at your family, get mad at your husband, husband get mad at wife. They go in, shut the door, and don't come out. Put the cover over their heads. And they stay there. They do something similar. You say, what you doing in there so long? I'm just staying away from you. <laughs> Others of you, you, in your anger, you disappear, and cannot be found. You know, some people that get so rage and so mad, they jump in the car, start it, drive off. You don't know where they're going. Where did they, and the child said, where did daddy go? Where did mama go? And you get, I don't know. They said, shoom, and they're gone. They, I mean, they. you don't even know when they're coming back. You don't even know where they're going. Sometimes it's two or three days. they mad. Listen, I don't care what happens in that house. Stay in your position. Stay on your post. And both of y'all sleep in the same bed. Don't you go to the, well, I'm going to the guest room. No, guess nothing. <laughs> Stay in that bed and snore. <laughs> guess nothing. <laughs> Self-isolation. You, know, you disappear and can't be found. When you're angry, you're unable to relax. An inability to sleep. You, you have anxiety and high blood pressure. Your blood pressure goes. When you're angry, I tell you what, take your blood pressure, and you'll be shocked at the level of it. You say, hey, well, right now I'm going to take Somebody, I'm going to take it on your watch. Don't do it right now. <laughs> don't, take, don't do it right now. Don't, do, don't take your blood pressure now, you know. <laughs> Please, don't take it now. You might surprise yourself. Um, so how do you gain control of your anger? A- Deal with the root cause of your anger and address it. Some folk angry, but they can't identify what they're angry about. Identify the root cause of your anger and address it. B, refuse to dwell on things that will trigger your anger. Refuse to dwell on things that will trigger your anger. Like the news media. It's so much bad news until some of this stuff just make you angry. That's why you shouldn't just keep recycling the news. Politics can can get under your nerves. And you get so political, and you watch this stuff day and night, and all of a sudden your joy is gone, and you're mad at one party or the next. Uh, Family disagreements or disappointments can make you angry. And you want to gain control by asking the Lord to show you how to minister most effectively over your, the disappointments of your family members. You know what can bring on that anger? Uh, you have to realize that there will be unexpected expenses. You know, the time you get out of debt and get things going, and then the air condition breaks, uh, you need roof repair, the transmission goes, unexpected expenses can make you angry. And you got to realize this is why you ought to have savings, a rainy day fund, and some of you are angry because you didn't save up nothing, and you thought your spouse was doing it, and your spouse was thinking you doing it, and, and and all of a sudden you got to go get a loan, which is so unnecessary. You should have planned. You know what? You know what? How do you gain control of your anger? Expect long lines. Long lines. you can't go anywhere. You can go to dental office. You can go to the doctor's office, you can go to H-E-B, you can go to Walmart, and you know, I don't understand how they have all those counters and two lines open. Do do y'all go through that too? Two lines. Two lines. Two lines. Two lines. lines. Just two lines. And the lines are long. And then you get impatient. You ever ever got out of one line and got in the next line, and then the line you got uh, out of, it went (laughs) out (laughs) of, (laughs) it went if y'all had that, raise your hand, come on. <laughs> and then you frustrate. You, now, you, now you're even more mad. you angry. why did I just stay still? <laughs> it always go faster when you change line. You know, expect long lines. Traffic slow, listen, it's gonna get worse. Look like all the construction is happening simultaneously all over San Antonio. You can't go one mile any direction. You better leave in time or you're going to be left behind. You know what can make you angry and you have to gain control of it and expect? Slow drivers. They're on the freeway. They're in the fast lane. Going slow. You're right. <laughs> going slow. Going slow. And sometimes, yeah, I mean, right when you got, that's why you got to leave in time. You stress yourself out because you didn't leave in time. You wait till the last minute. You know you have that appointment, and you wait. The appointment's at in 30 minutes. In 15 minutes, you're just putting your clothes on. <laughs> now you're mad because you're behind a slow driver or the train comes. <laughs> when I get behind a slow driver, I've, I start praying and say, Lord, this is your way of teaching me to slow down. Gain control of your anger. I've seen so much anger toward referees <laughs> at the game. I'm talking about little league. I was at my grandson's game one day, and I saw this irate parent, and he, he was just going off on a poor little ref that was trying. It's it's just it's little league. It's not million dollars, millions of dollars. It's just little league. They weren't even tackling. They were just flagging. You know you. <laughs> He's out there screaming and howling and going and cussing and all I, I wanted to run out there and give him some gospel. <laughs> you thought I was gonna say hit him. No. <laughs> no. Referee, that bad call in the playoff. And you just wonder. poor referees. I, I just I just don't understand it. It took a special person to be a referee. How do you gain control over your anger? Do not take everything so personally. Everything is so personally. You're just doing that toward me because I did this to you four years ago. You know, you take everything so personally. Don't take it so personally. Everything is not intended about you. And you let Satan play that game on you. Look, he's just trying to get at you. He's just saying that to get at you. And you take it personally. Next, be quick to hear and slow to speak. Okay? You save yourself a lot of hurt and harm. James 1.19 says, Know this, my beloved brethren, let every person be quick to hear and slow to speak, slow to anger. Do more listening than speaking. That's how you gain control over your anger. How do you gain control of your anger? Take time to listen to yourself talk. Just listen to yourself. Just practice listening to yourself. Listen to the tone of your voice, the volume of your voice, the manner in which you are saying it. Just listen to yourself talk. If you put a, a tape recorder on, you'd be shocked how you're coming across to your spouse or to your child or to your coworker or to another believer in Christ. Next, if you're going to gain control of your anger, guard against self-anger you angry at yourself for past failures, uh, past mistakes, past sins. For heaven's sake, forgive yourself, let go, and move on. All of us have sinned in our lives. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We all have things in our past we wish, wish hadn't happened. We've all made mistakes. Anybody tell you they haven't made a mistake, they're making one now by lying That's sin. <laughs> forgive yourself and let go. Lest anger just disturb your mind, weigh you down, and make a disaster zone out of you. Uh, next, allow the word of God to permeate your life. That's how you gain control over your anger. Allow the word of God to permeate your life. Colossians 316 says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. It, it, listen, when you are studying the word, meditating the word, read on the word, the word of God will control your life. The word of God is a restrainer. It will keep you in check and keep you from crossing the line. Next, to gain control over anger, increasing your prayer life will disarm your anger and calm your spirit. 1 Thessalonians 5.17 says, pray without ceasing. If you want to gain control over your anger, grow in Christ. Keep maturing in Christ. The more immature you are, the more you will be inclined to allow your emotions to rule your life. The more spiritually immature you are, the more that anger is going to dominate your life. So keep growing in Christ so that you can deal with the spirit of anger. First Peter chapter 2 verse 2 says, like newborn infants, long for the pure spiritual milk that by it you may grow up into salvation. Next You will remain angry if you are unwilling to forgive. You need to write that down. You will suffer. You will be in a state of craziness, hard to get along with, difficult, snappy, judgmental. You will remain angry if you're unwilling to forgive. Colossians 3.13 says, bearing with one another. And if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other, as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. God has forgiven you. You must forgive others. Stop holding stuff against your spouse, against your children for what they did as a child. Let it go. You did stuff when you were a child, too. Let it go. God has called us to freedom. Forgive your spouse. Forgive your in-laws. Forgive your sisters, uh, brothers, or siblings, whatever they have done to you. And last but not the least, it's a big one, refuse to allow yourself to become angry at God. Because he is the only one that is able to heal you of your anger. Job chapter 2 verse 9 says, this is Mrs. Job. Then his wife said to him, Job. They lost their children. They lost their livestock. They lost their house. Job lost his health. I mean, Job was having a terrible day. And Mrs. Job, having lost all of her children, had a bunch of children, a house full of them, successful, wealthy, rich. And it was gone in one day. Then his wife said to him, Job, do you still hold fast to your integrity? Curse God and die. Curse God and die. Listen, if your spouse give you bad counsel, don't you receive it. Now, she was a hot mess. Now, I can understand. She, she was a hot mess. A lot of losses in her life. And she was just out of it. Let's give her a break. We haven't had the losses that she had. But I submit to you today, I don't care how hard life gets. And somebody here is in a a tough place, a hard place. You've been hurt by somebody you love. You're in a difficult place. You're just trying to hold it together. But don't blame God. Don't get angry at God. If you turn away from God, then who Can you pray to? If you get angry at God, then where is a word from God? If you get mad at God, then how do you experience a miracle from God? If you get mad at God, how do you get a breakthrough from God? Satan loves it when you are perpetually angry at God as if God created the mess. Keep on hoping, keep on trusting. It's going to be all right. Let's say it together. It's going to be all right. Repeat after me. With the Lord's help help. and my looking to Jesus, it's going to be all right. right. The Lord is my shepherd shepherd. and I shall not want. And And all God's children said, let's pray. And Father, we thank you for this word, thank you for this message because we know we cannot cultivate a spiritual mindset with the spirit of anger. Self anger is some of the worst anger. We're angry over bad decisions we made, we've been abandoned, been hurt, many have been abused. Someone under my voice is in a difficult place and need divine guidance. Others are hurt and pain and need healing. Father, let them know that there is room at the cross for each person wherever they may be. Father, there's a young person who's going through trouble right now. There's an adult who's in trouble. There's another under my voice, Lord, They've given up on living. I pray, Father, that you renew their hope. And be their source of comfort. And let them know that you are their blessed assurance. Who's more than able to reach down where they are and lift them out of the pit of adversity. God, you spoke to us today. Father, if there's somebody here that know you not. It is our prayer that they come to Jesus. That they would believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and be saved. Because you're the only one that can save the soul and once the soul gets saved the mind can be regulated in a godlike way we can receive your righteousness your transformation and watch you do a new thing an extraordinary thing with us through us and to us in jesus name and all god's children say it,
1: amen if you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching by pastor rander or would like to hear this message in its entirety please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas or call us at 210-821-5683. If you would like to make a special donation to support the radio ministry of Maranatha Bible Church, please visit our website at maranathasa.org. Select the Give option and choose the radio broadcast support fund. Thank you very much for your generosity. Join us on Sunday, July 23rd and Sunday, July 30th for Youth Emphasis Day Parts 1 and 2, respectively. Receive blessings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, on these special occasions as you witness Maranatha's youth lead and conduct worship services beginning with Sunday school at 9 a.m., followed by our worship celebration at 10 a.m. Witness God's anointing upon today's youth who are maturing and preparing through the indwelling Holy Spirit to lead the church of tomorrow